back to City of Desert. I'm Father David Abernathy. We're continuing our reading of the Philokalia, in particular the volume on writings on the prayer of the heart. And the first writing we uh, decided to consider is the writing of Hezekiah of Jerusalem, his thoughts on sobriety and unceasing prayer. And we're picking up today on page 297 with paragraph 95. And uh, the following paragraphs are a bit of a hodgepodge of ideas surrounding the practice of unceasing prayer, its fruit, uh, some of the things that are aids to us in the, the spiritual life. And so it might seem a little disconnected, but we'll do our best to try to pull it all together for us. So once again, we're beginning with paragraph 95 on page 297. Hezekiah writes, a good teacher both of the body and of the soul is perfect remembrance of death. When a man looking beyond everything that is in between, that is between the present moment and the hour of death, is always seeing forward to that bed upon which we shall one day lie, breathing out our life and at that which comes after. The remembrance of death is something that many of the fathers uh, mention in the practice of the spiritual life as a profound aid. The remembrance of our mortality is something that allows us to understand the urgency of our daily life and living each moment focused upon God and seeking to do His will. Uh, St. John Climacus in his Ladder of Divine Ascent uh, in particular notes that a person who remembers death by the hour becomes a saint and and no longer sins, that the remembrance of the moment when we will leave this world and also come to stand before our Lord and Judge is something that leads to a, a profound and lasting kind of conversion. In paragraph 96, Hezekiah continues to stress the urgency and maintaining the urgency of our day-to-day -day life and our attention to God. He begins by writing, it is not possible, brethren, for him who wishes to remain unwounded through everything to let himself sleep. One of two things must happen. Either he must fall and perish, stripped of his virtues, or he must stand on guard through everything with his mind armed. For the enemy, too, stands always arrayed for battle that is watching. And so we are not to let ourselves sleep figuratively. Uh, certainly, Hezekiah doesn't mean that we don't give ourselves rest, but the kind of vigilance that we are to have is to be unceasing, that we can't allow ourselves to sleep, as it were, spiritually, where we let up our watchfulness and become inattentive to the thoughts, the ideas, the temptations that would come upon us. Uh, the devil is not resting in his attempts to draw us off of the path towards God and holiness, and so we have to be unresting in our pursuit of, of the sobriety and unceasing prayer as well. If we are, 
Hezekiah uh, describes for us next uh, the, the fruit of this unceasing prayer. In paragraph 97, he tells us there comes to be a divine state in our mind. From perpetual remembrance and calling on the Lord Jesus Christ, if we do not neglect constant prayer to him and continual, continual sobriety, and the work of overseer or doorkeeper, that is, letting in friends and turning away enemies. And indeed, let it always be in this way that we practice calling upon Jesus Christ our Lord, crying out with a burning heart, so that we may have a share, a taste, in his holy name, so that we may have it embedded in our heart. For constancy, frequent rep repetition of the same thing, is the mother of habit, both in virtue and vice. And habit is then as binding as nature. When the mind attains such a state, it seeks its enemies of its own accord, as a hound seeks a hare in a thicket. But the hound seeks its prey to devour it, and the mind to strike it down and drive it away. So a number of important thoughts here. That there is a kind of divine state that we begin to exist in through the uh, unceasing prayer uh, and the continual sobriety that we begin to put on, as it were, the mind of Christ uh, to the point that we are ever attentive to things that uh, are coming upon us, that it almost becomes as nature uh, for us to do this, that the habit of this unceasing prayer and sobriety uh, is so deeply ingrained that it is comparable to uh, a, a hound seeking out a hare. It is done by instinct. And so once the heart and the mind have been formed by this prayer, we almost naturally become attentive to the things that are a danger to us and attack them without thought. It continues by saying, and so every time it happens that wicked thoughts multiply in us, let us throw among them the invocation of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we shall at once see them dispersed like smoke in the air, as experience teaches. And then when the mind is left free without confusing thoughts, let us start again with constant attention and invocation. So let us act every time we suffer such temptation. So, the, again, the uh, level of attention is to be without ceasing. And each time a temptation comes upon us, in order that we might develop that habit, we have to quickly move to action to disperse the thoughts and make use of the Jesus prayer. And so, again, the lifestyle that Hezekiah is putting before us here might be quite different from what we are used to, uh, to be attentive to every thought that comes upon us, uh, to be engaged in prayer, not just at specific and isolated moments, but constantly throughout the day, uh, changes and reforms the, the way that we think about our life in this world and our relationship with God. And finally, Hezekiah warns us that we, we can't enter into this battle that is ever vigilant without the aid of God's grace and uh, without the, the virtue of humility. Uh, we can't, as it were, and as he says, enter into the battle naked. 
we have to enter into it armed, fully armed and uh, so that we can easily make use of what his God has given to us. And so in paragraph 99, he writes, As it is not possible to go into battle naked or to swim over the great sea fully clothed or to live without breathing, so without humility and constant supplication to Christ, it is not possible to learn the secret war of the mind, nor are we able skillfully to put to flight and strike down the enemies. And so humility, once again, the constant dependence upon the grace of God, and then constant supplication, constantly calling upon our Lord to protect us and strengthen us in the battle. It is with these two uh, weapons, as it were, that we must fight the good fight. He goes on to uh, give us the example in particular of David within the Old Testament. He says, the great David experienced in deeds, says the Lord, because of his strength will I wait upon thee. That is, I turn to thee for help. Even so, it is the help of the Lord that preserves in us the power for silence of heart and mind, that silence out of which all the virtues arise. For the Lord gives us commands, and he drives away from us a cursed sloth. And if we constantly call on him, he defends us against unseemly forgetfulness, which is, above all, destructive of peace of heart, as water is of fire. Therefore, brother, do not from negligence sleep unto death, but scourge thy enemies with the name of Jesus. As some wise man has said, let the most sweet name be joined to thy breath, then thou shalt know the prophet of silence. And so we want to get to the, the point that this prayer becomes, uh, as with our watchfulness, something that is natural. And as Hezekiah describes it here, as, as if it were our breathing, that as the air is to the body, so uh, the prayer is to the soul, that we, at every single moment of our lives, have to be breathing in, as it were, the, the grace and the Spirit of God in order that we might fully engage in, in the spiritual life. And so if we were to take anything away from this episode, I think it is Hezekiah's emphasis on the urgency of the battle, that we must make use of remembrance of death, this constancy of prayer, uh, this understanding that it is to become something natural to us as breathing uh, in order to gauge in, in the warfare fully. Uh, that there can't be a moment in our lives that we neglect our relationship with God or take for granted uh, what is going on behind the scenes in the spiritual battle. Uh, that brings us to the end of this episode, and I thank you once again for joining us, and I'll see you soon. Mm -hmm.